Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fire Team Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you for joining us. Joining me today is Sean Finnegan, Fran Mirabella. Hello. Hey, Guardians. And we're going to talk about the lore in Destiny, the upcoming big reveal, and how we think we could improve Zur, the weekend vendor. That Fran, chestnut. where can people watch our show? Oh, everywhere, Destin. Uh, iOS, Android apps, we got that cooking. We got PlayStation 4, we got the Xbox One, mm-hmm. and of course you can find us on YouTube slash Fire Team Chat and everywhere in between. And... Uh, podcast formats out there obviously as well let's get right to it thing every th- the the announcement that has everybody excited is the destiny reveal stream thursday june 9 10 a.m pacific you'll be able to check what? out that footage on ign but whatever it is they say save the date follow our channel uh their twitch channel they mean uh this will be your first glimpse at what awaits you later on this year followed by a deeper dive with the development team. Is this Rise of Iron? Why are they doing it before E3? I, I, I was surprised when I heard about this. Bungie, so, you should stream yeah. that on IGN. Yeah. So Actually, the only, like, the only other announced content for later this year is Rise of Iron, right? And it's not even like It's not announced, announced, actually. No, no, yeah, it's, it's like, like a leak. leak. It's a, uh, we it's, expect it to be the expansion. So that makes me think that, yeah, this is a preview of Rise of Iron, right? Yeah. yeah. Last year, again, we talked about this last week, um, Taken King was revealed at E3 during the press yeah. conference. This is a bit of a surprise is yeah. that some publishers, like, there are some big game reveals happening before yeah. E3. Even this year, some publishers like to get ahead of the wave uh, and fight through that just, like, clutter. And so one of two things happened, I think, and one is – because of the leak, they're like, you mm-hmm. know what? Like, we just we need to go. Get we, let's there. get it out there. Let's at least like get a bunch of details because we don't even have that much time at, say, the Sony conference. Or they always planned it all along anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was like a big announcement they were saving. But um, but yeah, it's totally the reveal just, of the next uh, big expansion. And I think they just want to get the details out there. They and then show, they'll leave a little something to uh, the conferences. They could show some some screens and talk about the lore and what's going to be explored for an hour pretty easy, you know, for the hardcore fan base. Yeah. But, I mean, the fact that they're promoting a stream, to me, that says footage. We're going to see something. Yeah, like playable. I, you know, they didn't say that, but it seems they say a deep dive with the team. And so, um, yeah, like maybe they'll do the first demo. Like we talked about how we had a behind closed door session yeah. that we were able to uh, – we couldn't record last year. That's right. Yeah. But maybe they'll do that this year. It's like, hey, here's a piece of the strike we're going to show you guys. But that's yeah. it. We're I'm, taking questions. You know, I'm not so optimistic just because based on what we've seen with the Bungie live streams in the past, like it's been on existing stuff, like never anything like really new. And it it deals with stuff that's like more – more for the hardcore audience, like art, but design, and all that stuff. But do not, you really think we're going to see like new footage of all, Rise of Iron? Go a trailer. all the way back to Prison of Elders, and they did do this for Prison of Elders. Granted, that was, um, you know, Different long, time it was a year ago, mm-hmm. but they did. They remember they revealed like the first look at. Um, all Rift? stuff, yeah. I mean, it was a uh, no. That was it. Was it Rift? Right? I don't remember. I mean, we saw you know, that was I'm a year ago, myself, but yeah. No, remember we saw the sword on stream and like yeah. all that. Like that was like the first time we saw that stuff. Hmm. 
he got. We've Maybe it's like how the, how the tower's changing, how they're adding raid weapons would be great. It's too much to speculate. <laughs> so I, mean, like I think a kiosk. What would we want to see? You know, and like mm-hmm. that's where for me, I uh, we already talked about that. Well, no, on no, this I mean, stream. I mean, on the yeah. stream, yeah, yeah. How well, the tower's changing would be great. Yeah, they're I not going to go yeah. into that. I would rather I hope think. for minor details and stuff because I think I don't know if it's just. I don't know what it is, but I think big announcements, you should save them for E3 because there's no better way to cut through the noise than to be on stage at Sony, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. But they're still potentially going to do that. I mean, they may have gotten cut out even. That could be it too. But sure, but I don't you don't think, think that like, maybe a that... pre-reveal like, kind of takes away some of their thunder? Like that, steals their I own do, thunder? I do. That, well, a lot of people are doing this too. Like the Watch Dogs 2 bag that got leaked. They just gave away the Watch Dogs 2 announcement for E3. Oh, really? You know? And it's just that. like, yeah, there's all this merch being sent out for Watch Dogs 2. And then Ubisoft's just like, oh, yeah, you're totally making Watch Dogs 2. And I'm like, well, there goes your E3 announcement. We're like, what are you doing? Like, what's your but marketing that, team doing? Yeah. But that, I mean, they didn't plan yeah. that, obviously. So uh, nobody oh, plans We don't know leak. what they plan. Well, I don't think it that wasn't they a leak. That. They sent out Watch Dogs two merch to a bunch of influencers. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I totally and missed people that. started posting I, photos of it. They're like, "Well, I guess Watch Dogs two is a thing." Here's wow. a photo of my Watch Dogs two bag. Is there like a logo and everything in there? It's, it's yeah. Like, oh wow, that's yeah. amazing. And Ubisoft knew, commented, yeah. "They're like, we're super excited. We're going to announce more very soon." Oh. Well, that was it. Whatever. Yeah. I don't actually think that damages its own because we haven't seen yeah. anything from the game. And no, it's probably part of their strategy. But my point is just like, as you know. E3 is this time of year when you get all these big game announcements, big reveals, like twists and turns of games that we didn't know were coming, yeah. or like, you know, we finally get to see something we knew was coming. It just seems like that's the prime time to reveal your, the last big expansion before Destiny 2. It is, mm-hmm. but you don't know what they know and what, you know, what between all the publishers. They're all fighting for the biggest announcements. There's a ton of stuff, and mm-hmm. it changes in real time even. I've known stuff to get pulled to minutes before and changed based on other people's conferences. Totally. Um, but and so I guess my it, point is, like, Destiny, it's not, like, a huge, huge thing. I think it absolutely wrong. will still be Destiny there. Destiny is a huge no, thing. It is. The biggest but, thing. You know what I'm saying. Like, Fire team chat represents. <laughs> yeah. Seeing a new, like, whatever, if they show some Last of Us 2 footage, like, that's huge and monstrous for Sony. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's first party. Look, or I they think released getting, No Man's Sky yeah. on time. No, yeah, I'm I think kidding. we're getting a little, <laughs> a little off track, which is to say, first of all, what did we think the stream was going to be about? Um, I actually think very clearly it will be a little, not super long, because they've mm-hmm. done some of those that are not, like, crazy long. Um, closer to, maybe it's a 40-minute stream. It'll be, like, close to an hour. Yeah, Dude, maybe. they could just talk about right, but lore. Let me finish. They could just talk about lore and show some concepts. Right, let art. me finish with my yeah. idea, Destin. So they're no, gonna come out. Kidding. They maybe show like just a piece of the cinematic or something without showing. Say, I don't know if they're gonna save the trailer for E3. Mm-hmm. Probably. Me let out. me finish. So then, <laughs> um, so then they do that, but then they they this is it. All right, quick note on why is it Rise of Iron? You, oh, okay, you heard the name, and here's quick overview. Um, and they'll probably have a brief discussion. And then, hopefully, and that's where I'm, I'm not sure, might, they might be able to show us something. Because you're right, it's like a whole stream. Mm-hmm. You know, they're inviting potentially uh, some annoyance, which is if you're going to, like, tune in and then they don't show you any yeah. gameplay. You're going to be like, I mean, fine, you told me what it was, but then, like, I didn't get to see gameplay. So I don't know on that. And then um, I think just a general discussion, yeah, on, like, why they really dove into Banner. Um, and will or will they not talk about some features like, yes, like, the raid is coming. Uh, it's going to be our bigger, biggest raid ever. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but something like that without giving away, and that was my point. Some still reveal I think they'll save for E3. 
let's look at all the other reveal streams that they've done and all the assets that they have available to them to showcase. They've shown concept art when talking about new strikes and new story missions. They've shown how the tower transforms, Mm -hmm. new things that are in the tower, like new kiosks, uh, how the rift changes, how characters in the tower and the rift now react to your presence. Maybe they're going to change in some way. Um, I mean, just that alone, that's enough to fill an hour-long stream, and they have done it before. I mean, Mm. if you start going further, you look at a new area or how something is going to change or some existing asset is going to change in the world. Maybe there's new world events. There's a ton of stuff. Right, that but they would have available to them. They have to make it all the way to September or whenever, right? So, yeah. uh, what was the rumor? Like there was that uh, number in um, there was that post on Reddit. It was like mm-hmm. September nineteenth or something like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they need you. Just might have named all the stuff they will be doing until the game comes out. I mean, obviously, yeah, they've got to stretch the whole summer. So, yeah, but yeah, I mean, they can fill an hour. Is all I'm saying. I mean, I don't know why we're worried about it. And like, I'm not I'm worried. Confused. It seems yeah, like yeah. we're mad and angry and worried about it. So I'm, I'm not <laughs> mad or worried. I'm. How dare worried. you reveal this to me before E3? You've ruined my E3. I think Sean said that. I heard him say it. I, I definitely did say that. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm very surprised they're doing it. And uh, one slight correction: last week we said that Activision has a booth at E3. They don't have a booth. <clears> they have uh, appointments that are like behind closed doors. Yeah. So they, we they, call that. They, a it's a business yeah. center, or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. you want right. to call it. Um, but yeah, they do not have like a booth at E3. Like EA doesn't, Activision doesn't, and neither. I didn't does. realize that that yeah. EA backed out, or that Activision had backed out of like um, Wait, playable did? booth space. Yeah, as far as I know, Activision does not have. Like a location. Well, wait. So, it, to be is this a fact, or you uh, think so? Well, I've heard from multiple sources that they do not <laughs> have a booth. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to look at the show yeah, for a plan to yeah, be. Yeah, they just released but, the map. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. by the way, I've been to like whatever sixteen or seventeen E3s. It is a little confusing this year because the way it rolled out was like first EA kind of like upset things, quote unquote, of mm-hmm. saying, well, you know what, we're not really going to be there, but. We're going to be there next door. And we're like, how is that going to work? And isn't, you know, uh, the ESA going to be mad? And then it turned into uh, we're doing a live event. And then it was like E3 Live is a thing with all publishers. And so um, I think we talked about that, too. I always get a little nervous when I'm like, EA will not have a booth. And you're like, are you sure? I know, and yeah. I'm like, oh, God, that's am what, I sure? Uh, yeah. That's I don't I, know. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure they don't. Yeah. No, EA yeah. is yeah. doing EA Play, which is yeah. at LA Live next door, which, which is, is where a E3 public-facing event, Yeah, which is – Real dumb in my mind. Whatever. There's, no, we're going to find out more next. The, the point of it is, uh, we're going to find out more next week. As for all these reveals before E3, I'm with Sean. I wish they would wait. I like big surprises. At I E3. mean, it's cool that they're doing it. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. just like in my head right now, not knowing what they're going to reveal mm-hmm. at all or what they were going to reveal at E3. I just don't know what you reveal mm-hmm. during a pre E3 live stream that doesn't take away from whatever you were going to reveal at E3. Well, yeah. I mean, again, again, don't underestimate the power of just making it a really um, big tease. You know, and yeah. it's like they literally might come out and they show you a little cinematic. They're like, I bet you'd like to see some gameplay. You know, that's absolutely an option. So, tune in. Sony's so, press conference. Yeah, I mean, as I time. think about it, too, I think that's a strong option too. What if they don't have anything for E3? What yeah. if what if somebody one of you guys said maybe they got pulled from Sony and Microsoft's stage so they just don't have a slot? That yeah. happens in show planning sometimes. It does, yeah. I, so maybe way, they're like we got to stream next week. Yeah. I was just putting it out there as a variable for people to like you know, yeah. marinate on. I don't think that happened at all. It is a big property. It's been really successful Especially for Sony, between I think. Sony well, that's why, and, yeah. and so it's That's big. why I don't think that they would yeah. it wouldn't be a part of Sony's show. Mm-hmm. It's been every year since it was announced 
Like, they've obviously invested a lot of money into that part. It's like tradition. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. It's you you got to have your Destiny trailer. Well, think probably, it, well, that's the thing is, like, has yeah. Call of Duty ever not been part of mm-hmm. an E3 press conference? It's funny because now it's part of Sony's as it used to be part of Microsoft's, but it's always there. Well, let's put it this way. Huge Don't property. worry. They're definitely not going to show up at E3 and they're like, well, you already saw this and it's shoved in some, like, montage yeah. reel. Yeah. It will be a big thing there in some capacity, whether it's a first look at a strike or first gameplay or just, like, a really big trailer – and we'll dissect the crap out of it. It'll be the first time we see little pieces of things. There will be plenty at E3. I'm very confident in that. Well, moving on, let's talk about Destiny in its current state and some of the improvements we'd like to see. Let's start with Xur. Mm. And uh, Sean, how do you think they should fix him? Because right now he shows up every weekend and he's like, hey, I got some exotics. They'll take your strange coins. All right. <laughs> that sounds Maybe your three like coins. So. He's not really exciting anymore. <laughs> how do they spice him up a little bit again? Double the exotics. Get him some new clothes. Twice as many exotics. Twice as many. <laughs> More worms on his face. Get yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Zur is one of those things where it's like, I, I get why they changed him before. They don't want people that I don't. They don't want players uh, to think of that Zur being the primary way of getting exotics. So I get mm-hmm. why they kind of like nerfed that. Did they get rid of, of it? No, but they kind of switched out his inventory so that. What he has and like the legacy engrams, like I don't know, has anyone ever bought one of those? It's pretty, well, no. that's the thing. It's a solution for newer players getting into the game, which totally works. Why would you ever buy them though? They're worse than the blues you can get at the beginning of the game because you want like you want thorn still, right? And so I'm pretty sure that'll drop the legacy, right? No, that's a quest. Thorn is a quest now. Yeah, Thorn's always been a quest line. You got to go kill the big it. ogre and everything and oh, kill the witch. That's you're right. You're yeah. Right, it is. Um, but for the stuff like whatever Hawkmoon, then yeah, you want to get Hawkmoon and uh, well, you get the that's year, year two, two version. Now. Yeah, I, see the problem. Yes, but there's still uh, we'd have to go back like over year one weapons now. Is why I'm like hesitant. I'm like, I okay, what's left from year one? Other there's than not uh, a lot. I don't know. Yeah, they're not going to fix them in Destiny one. I'm talking Destiny two, and my idea for Zer is to have the player need to go through some sort of trial to be able to access Zer. Like, right now, you just walk up to him and, and buy something. Yeah, something That'd like that cool. would be kind of interesting. Like, a story quest where you actually have to achieve something to be able to buy these coveted items from this cool Wait. weekend merchant. But I did want to finish that thought. Sorry. Like, Pocket yeah. Infinity was the example I was searching for. So, mm-hmm. fine. You want to get Pocket Infinity, right? Have it. Yeah, or... I have it, too. No, mm-hmm. way, it's great. Um, but that's a reason to use Legacy Ingram for new players, but also as a faster way to acquire, hopefully, um, some of the exotics that are dropping um, that aren't. You know, it's quest based. Um, so it's good for that. But mm-hmm. you're right. I don't think that's a great, it doesn't help us. Yeah. And so you're saying you want them to be like giving out quests and stuff? I think it'd be cool. I mean, that's not a bad idea, right? Not necessarily quests, but like, More what quests? if we had like weekly bounties that you could use, that you could complete to up your rep? It's like, and one of my agents of nine have been taken captive. I need you to go save him. And if you do, I'll unlock this. This quish, this super item this week. That sounds pretty cool. You know, but something my, like mine that. Mine was way more. Mine's way more simple. We already seen in the game, right? Like, look, treat him like the gunsmith or like uh, the the, yeah. the cryptar, the right? Like where you take quests or yeah, you take quests weapons. or bounties every yeah. week and you complete those and you complete them for rep and probably like legendary engrams or something as a reward. Mm-hmm. And then the higher your rep goes, the more chance you have at getting exotics you don't have or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, in addition I, to that makes sense. The in addition to the inventory he already mm-hmm. has, you mm-hmm. know, you get like an an engram for that's you know 
comes into your postmaster yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I'm hoping for dramatic changes to just the whole world of Destiny when Destiny 2 rolls around. The only change yeah. I really, really want, Bungie, mm-hmm. is stop kicking me out of my men- stop <laughs> kicking me out of my menus when I'm flying places. Yeah, like, yeah. I know, yeah. I know exactly when it's going to happen. Oh, there's a countdown timer. I can't press. I can't go It'll into my menu. Like five yeah. times, you know, by the way. Yeah. Or like how many times I have to press the button yeah. to get back into the menu yeah. after you've booted me out of it. Like, yeah. Little listen, quality of life Bungie. things. I know yeah. when the game's starting. Yeah. I'm trying to switch my weapons because yeah. I just saw the map. Yeah. Or maybe let me know what map it is during the wow, 30 second the load even. time yeah. that it takes to get in there. Yeah. Uh, little things like that I think would make the experience a lot better. Wait, did we solve Zer? That's not a Zer thing, though. Oh, no, I'm just talking about yeah. changes. You said changes yeah. to Destiny 2, mm-hmm. right? Like, I no, think we were just going to talk about Zer for a few Good right? segue. Yeah, uh, he was just segueing into larger overall changes. About what Zer? are your Zer thoughts? I was mostly going to agree. That, you were uh, hung up on the Legacy Engram, so... No, no, yeah, I'm yeah. done with that. All uh, right. It was that I don't like quests, honestly. Um, like, I still haven't got Shepard. You, you just want to walk up, hit See, square. I like quests. I think we need buy more quests. I'm o- Sorry, I should say mm-hmm. I'm okay with quests as long as they are not a grind. They have to be fun. They've yeah. got to be cool, and that's why Black Spindle is cool. Mm-hmm. It totally works. Um, I like actually no time to explain overall. That is a good quest line, even if it's a pain in the neck, but it's cool. Like, within reason, it's fun. Like, go back to the vault, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'd be okay with that, but I was just going to say I like the idea that he just somehow, in the same way like Three of Coins is supposed to be that device to increase your chance to get something you don't have, just tweak that a little bit, yeah, to I don't love that system have him, But to have him be a real reason to go back every week and be like using Jade Rabbit as an example, right? Like it took me a while to get freaking Jade Rabbit, mm-hmm. and I was waiting for it to drop. And so can Xur somehow help that without him only selling it? Right? Can he, to your point, can he increase your chance by you? Maybe it is rep, or maybe it's a quest, or it's a drop. Yeah. Maybe you, exactly it, he gets a rep, um, level. And so with each one, you get like anything out there, you get a chance of oh, yeah, or like, an exotic drop or something. I don't that's know. actually a really cool idea, right? Like, what if you have to hit a certain level of rep in order to unlock the ability to do a quest? That gives you a reward that's an exotic you definitely don't have. That mm-hmm. would be cool, right? It depends on what yeah. the quest is, man. It's well, sure, but I mean, yeah, okay, we can. Yeah, I don't want to grind the crucible depends. for seven hours with last. Well, yeah, like well, you, a well designed quest. <laughs> I think that kind of goes without saying, though. Like, yeah, hey, don't make them garbage, <laughs> please. You know, <laughs> but yeah. your version of what garbage is versus Agent mine is of different. Nine has been captured. I need you to go collect two hundred spin metal in the Cosmodrome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One that's, of which will contain yeah, the exactly. like. Of All course, right. we don't want that. No. You know. Yeah, I'm like just saying interesting narrative driven plot lines. Yeah. We're probably yeah. on other sides of the table here, but uh we are. I don't think there's that many <laughs> great quests. So not I, currently. Like, yeah. Hopefully that's improved with yeah. the sequel. See, they Taken have a new King, writers. When you Taken know? King yeah. first released, I was so stoked about the quests and I did I like churned through them because I thought they were awesome. Like I want just more of that stuff. Like more reason to kinda of get out and do different things is an awesome thing. That's what makes MMO super cool. Not that this is an yeah. Maybe you do these quests one time, then you don't have to do them again. There's a lot of solutions there, you know. The weird part is, like, at first I was really against uh, what I felt like was ruining Xur, and he wasn't selling anything I needed, and there was nothing new. And there will be new exotics that I think you get a little bit of a return. You always get that in the first, like, few months that yeah. is always actually made. Ooh, a new exotic? All right, I, yeah. I can buy it from Xur. Yeah. But with Taken King, that's the point. They turned almost everything in the quests or, like, special lines and stuff where you had to acquire it, and so there you know, wasn't that useful. It's weird that I have um, to buy a thing from Zura to, for a chance at getting an right. exotic. Like, it just seems a weird economy decision they made. Well, for sure. And that's what I was going to say. I've gotten very used to the fact that, like, quite honestly, other than Zura selling, like, some three of coins. Um, yeah, I just pick up three of coins and, every week. Um, yeah. And the silver needles, like, 
that's fine. I've gotten very used to it. I don't really need Zer as long as, like, getting exotics is just done right. You yeah. Know? Like, Jade Rabbit and uh, – or even just drops. I mean, it's not I exotic. I still have a but truth. Yeah. You don't. Well, but see, there's your – so you're explaining why Zer works for you. He sells truth, Sean. So I know like. that, but he hasn't <laughs> sold truth in a long time. I know, time. but my <laughs> point is uh, – so that's where I think it totally works. Um, sorry, I wasn't actually mad at you. I was just defending the idea that, like, they had that idea. It does work, but for, like, new exotics and all these new quests. I like quests. We want to be good quests. I think we agree that's actually – the right way to do it because you're not just like waiting forever. You're in control. Yeah, do something. For the most part, if you want sleep your simulant, you're in control. So yeah. like, go do it. And as long as it's fun, I'm down for that. But make sure that it's fun. And then that's why, again, for me, for Zur, it's like I'm fine with him mostly as is. But yeah, it'd be nice if you added something so, new. A layer. Like, a mechanic, yeah, yeah. Something mm-hmm. like even a rep layer, I think is really smart. Um, I don't know how that plays into the exotic world, but I think there's yeah. something there that I'm like, cool, I got my bounties from Zur this week or whatever. Um, and and make that I don't know just intrinsic to what what he can offer. So. There you go, Bungie. Go ahead and make her better. I mean, that's we all you really needed, right? We out. fixed everything. Uh, just kidding. We yeah. totally didn't. Uh, the final topic I wanted to talk about is uh, the lore of Destiny. There's this game out right now called Overwatch. Never, never heard, heard of it. it. Yeah, never. It's it's Being a new black. shooter uh, made by this co- my joke, ma- made by an indie company, Blizzard. Maybe you've heard of them. Sarcasm, sarcasm. Anyway, uh, the way they handle their lore is through, like, the animated shorts that they release. We learn more about Winston and some of the other characters in that product. And uh, a lot of the lore is just kind of on their website, and people are eating it up. They're really digging uh, the— It's a lot of in-game storytelling, too. Yeah, a lot of the in-game storytelling. And, what is uh, the in-game storytelling, though? Oh, like, like characters will make comments to each, to other, each other. Environmental storytelling. Why you're running. Past lore and yeah. stuff. Right. But it's like in multiplayer matches where you're running by each other and stuff, right? Exactly. Well, so I— so like, of, you know, yeah. like, I like, haven't caught that yet. I've played for several hours now. Mm-hmm. Um, like, give me an example. Like, Tracer yells at McCree, uh, and it's like Genji a storyline. and the other... Hanzo? Genji and Hanzo say stuff to each other. They hate each other. But you'd, I'd have to be in a match Aren't with they you. they brothers? They are. Yeah. You have to play in a match together to find out. Um, is yeah. that how it works? I'd have to be in a match, and they're both mm-hmm. in, and like... Yeah, Vince and Is Gino it like are... in the beginning of the game, or do I have to be like in proximity to You would have to get specifics from Vince and Janito. This is the Destiny show. I don't yes. know every every yeah. little aspect about Overwatch, but uh, yeah, Vince was talking about it today, and that's kind of where this subject okay. came up. So they handle lore very similar to how Destiny handles lore, Yeah, and I'm kind of wondering... Yeah, in a similar sort of vein. And I'm wondering, why is Destiny getting such a hard time for it? And people are eating it up with Overwatch. Uh, I'm just as confused as you. I love Blizzard cinematics, though. I can say that. And there's more material there, I believe, Mm -hmm. than like that one, um, you know, the Queen uh, Mm -hmm. cinematic that we got is like awesome. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think. Blizzard probably did a little better job there. Oh, well, um, their cinematics are phenomenal. But meaning in yeah. terms For of quantity, years, Blizzard cinematics, I, yeah, have been they amazing. set the bar. But meaning, yeah. I haven't watched them all yet. But you, like, you we can have find them on IGN. You can watch the Overwatch movie, which is there all the go. cinematics that have been released in one video. Uh, I watched it for 30 minutes and I was hooked. It's right. like a Pixar movie. And there you go. That's my point. Yeah. You have like 30 yeah. minutes. That's the number I was looking for of like all that footage. And like yeah. we got probably what. 90 seconds or two minutes of so big mm-hmm. difference in that amount um so i think that goes a long way if we put together all the destiny cinematics we probably get 30 minutes so here's at the least thing. At i'll least. tell you why yeah yeah uh from the very beginning blizzard was clear that overwatch was a multiplayer only experience yeah okay uh whereas the expectation for destiny was that uh you could jump into this game by yourself and experience a deep and nuanced story with characters and all that stuff and have this world and this universe fleshed out for you. Mm-hmm. 
So I really think it comes down to expectation is that, you know, Destiny doesn't, Destiny isn't just a multiplayer game, you know? Like, there's a lot of stuff you do by yourself. Nor is the that expectation's what... been established that you just mm-hmm. get storytelling that way. Yeah, nor is that what people expect from Bungie. So I see your mm-hmm. point. Exactly. You know, they expect superb storytelling from Bungie, which is one of their company's uh, goals. You know, so. that's true. Actually, I think that's a very good way to put it is the expectation, which we saw with Destiny across the board. People like thought follow up to Halo better than ever, better. The best thing Bungie's ever done in terms of everything they've accomplished from multiplayer to story to world. And mm-hmm. and then when it came out and it was grindy and the story wasn't clear and actually kind of got blown up, apparently. Um, yeah, your expectations were so high that people were just pissed. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's a good point. Like, people, like, Overwatch, like, nobody understood. It was a bunch of weird-looking characters, and your mm-hmm. expectation was totally not there. Yeah. And I think you're then right. Then you play it, the gameplay people is really good, and you're surprised. like, I want to know more about my favorite character, Bastion. I well, want to know more about this character. And they Google it. Yeah. You know? So that's yeah. the other thing. It's is like combat. The way you consume the lore yeah. in Destiny and in Overwatch is different, right? Like... In a game like Overwatch that was marketed as being multiplayer first, mm-hmm. what hooks players is going to be the game mechanics and how interesting the characters are and the abilities and how it all works together in the gameplay, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas in order to get into the gameplay of Destiny, the hook was the story in the universe. That's how it was marketed, right? Explore yeah. this whole world by yourself or with your fire team. This ancient race of aliens, when, you know, yeah. the darkness, all this cool stuff about how humanity had fallen from its once high perch and all that stuff. And questions that have still not been answered today, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that is kind of the hook that gets you into the super awesome mechanics and gameplay of Destiny, whereas the other, like within Overwatch, it was just kind of marketed totally different from the outset. So that expectation was different. So we're, t- we're so talking about... you can talk about how both games have similar mechanics by including mm-hmm. storytelling outside of the game, like on Blizzard's site or, you know, the Bungie's Grimoire cards, but... If the expectation is different, then you can't really compare those things yeah. apples to apples, no, right? I, I, it's funny. When you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, it's totally a matter of expectation. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. one is surprise and, and, and like, ooh, I can't believe they did. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. And, oh, they're mm-hmm. your brothers? And that's yeah. cool. Like, no expectation. Whereas, man, Bungie got skewered for the expectation. Yeah. Um, expectation really was up here, and then they delivered kind of down here. And we yeah, see that. We see that a lot wise. in games. Yeah, because think about what if the expectation was that, okay, there is a single-player campaign, and you could play as one of those brothers, and what you would hope for was a one- to two-hour mission that told the story of why you hate your brother or why yeah. I betrayed you and stuff, and you don't mm-hmm. get that. You would see a similar sort of outcry. Yeah. Uh, to but they never marketed budget, it that yeah, way. It was well, never told it's supplemental. That that. So like, yeah. you have this fantastic multiplayer thing with this deeper story that you can read about if you want to, but yeah. that's not what we're building here. Well, we're building a, a competitive shooter. It's yeah. a Blizzard yeah. PvP game, you know? Yeah. So yeah, the expectation was not... Campaign was not mm-hmm. really a word uttered there, right? Yeah. So never that's was, yeah. the big difference. All right, so it was no campaign really. expectation. Yeah. Looking forward to Destiny 2, how should they handle the story? Should they abandon Grimoire altogether in these supplemental pieces or no. keep them there but just make sure... I mean... I think they keep them there. They keep them there, but they have a fantastic story. I've said it a million times. I've said it a million times in Destiny 2. They need to have a fantastic story. If they don't, that property is going to be in trouble. That is a good idea. I mean... Listening, Bungie. 
awesome think, story. If in you day. seriously think people will stick around or like come back for Destiny Three if the narrative is yet again, they've lost anybody interested no, no, in I any agree, divine I, storytelling. What I was getting yeah. at is like yeah. I, d- I assume that story was very important to them, and in the process of apart. trying to put all this together, I mean, it just totally fell apart. Yeah, and I think the idea behind the Green War is absolutely fine. I would keep it. Like actually, I love that. Like go deeper. And if you didn't know, I know everything about Praedith. Like that's awesome. Um, yeah. However, I don't want to feel like yeah, there's no awesome story at the core. Like I don't want to have to look at Grimoire. And that's what we always talk about. I want to go to a website. I don't want to read bios in the game. Like just when I play it, uh, and whether it's character interaction plus cinematics. And I really think they need like quadruple the cinematics. Let's call it. Yeah. Um, that would go a really long way. A couple really big events to tell a story of well, really getting to the raid each time in the game and. A few other pieces. Like, actually, if you remember, you know, like, that's what was confusing. We kept seeing um, the uh, – what's her name? She showed up with uh, the gun. Um, the stranger. The stranger. stranger, yeah. She, like, kept showing up, and then you were like – Right as she shows up and the game gets interesting, that's when it ends. You're very yeah. confused. And, and so, anyway, you get the point is they just need to flesh out a few of those moments but complete those thoughts. And then it will be, honestly, really cool material in yeah, there. Yeah, I was going to say, like, we talk about it a lot on the show, but The Taken King did a lot of things really well. Like, it developed characters, there was a yeah. good amount of cinematics, there was a clear goal that you were trying to strive towards. All I want is that, but just three times the amount of it. Yeah. Like, I want an 18-hour exactly. campaign. Oof. Uh, for Destiny 2. That'd be great. With a fully fledged story, beginning, middle, end. It's an MMO, dude. Oh, yeah. 18 hours Sorry, is you said not Destiny 2. I thought you were oh, yeah, saying Verizon. Sorry, oh, shared no, 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 world yeah. shooter marketing people. Uh, it's an MMO. Yeah, Destiny 2. We were talking yeah. about Destiny 2. You yeah, said Destiny yeah. 2. Yeah, that's what I want for Destiny 2. 18 hour campaign uh, with missions, characters, a beginning, middle, and end, a clear goal to strive towards yeah. with, you know, a clear conflict that I feel engrossed in and that I feel like personally me, the Guardians, have to figure out. Yeah. Branching narratives for classes is something I really that want. I cool. want to know more about just the Hunter world they and did, just the Warlock and just the Titan world. They did, like, such a small amount of that in Taken yeah. King, but it was really effective, like, how you get your new class. Yeah. Like, that was right. super cool, like, mm-hmm. doing the hammer. Doing, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, all you that learn kind of, history about the hammer, who wielded that it first. That was Super cool. cool. Yeah, like yeah. The, the the Sunbreakers are some ancient class of yeah. titans that have been around since the beginning. More of that. that. Like, that was yeah. super cool. Uh, yeah, more of that. And then also the other thing I really wanted was uh, you got to bring the Grimoire cards in the game. That's yeah. my yeah. biggest thing is I don't mind there being Grimoire cards. Like, I mm-hmm. brought, I brought it up yep. on a previous the episode. Mass Effect Codex. Exactly. Mass yeah. Effect Codex. Yeah. I spent hours reading that thing because mm-hmm. it was awesome. But the and reason I can do it sometimes, yeah. is because I could just press start. Go to the codex and read about some cool thing that I just dis- uh, just discovered. discovered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know where else is a great time for that is the loading screens. That's what yeah. everybody oh, yeah. does. Like just pull that. Everybody does that in That's game design. That's so true. Yeah. What yeah. if just when you're loading in, Grimoire cards kind of just pop up? Yep. Or like or, yeah, like, your ship's flying in. Your ship's flying them. in, and like maybe dialogue is delivered between two people on your ship or something. Like your your ghost and you could talk, and your ghost could give you information about the world. Yeah. Well, you got to yeah. be careful with that stuff because it gets repetitive. Not you know, if you have like, five hundred. Grimoires to, through, to yeah. you know randomize, and there's a, a sequence of code in well, there that oh, says that. don't repeat your entries. Your dialogue then flying into places. Like, yeah, you have an option to turn it off. You know what else gets so, repetitive, friend? Yeah. Watching the same flying in animation a thousand right. times. Yeah. No, no, I know, but it was not like being able to do anything. Whether yeah. we wanted it or not, we've stepped <laughs> into a war with the Cabal. That's right. Amazing. We all know that one, and it comes up a billion times when you play Vals. I was just saying you don't want that. Effect, yeah, but the Grimoire it. cards just being available would be killer. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I've read so much. Like mm-hmm. 
and then uh, Bife can read to me live. Yes, yeah, so yeah. that's my thing. I just like, call I him. I just don't want to have to jump number. out of the game and go on the internet to read. Yeah, them. like just totally. let me do it in game. I think yeah. everybody feels that way. It's a it's a tactic. It feels like, unfortunately, to send you to your app. I love that they're in the app. Yeah, I'm never going to read them there. Like I, you know, yeah, dude, I'm like, not going to look at my phone. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So I think that actually is a huge improvement that um, is really easy to communicate a ton of the story. And yeah, that's why it occurred to me too. I'm surprised we never talked about it. There are so many games right where the top third just has a little bit of like it either has tips or it has like story stuff and yeah. you get the idea. Like I don't. Yeah, add that like, in. That would solve a lot. You, know? yeah, you could show a Grimoire card, actually, that you can like, zoom in on. Did you know that the Krogan, blah, 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 right. blah, blah. But it could be really yeah, easy. Like, it yeah. could be the, the look of it, right, with some of the info that you could just read, mm-hmm. or you could zoom in on it, maybe. Or it's also, yeah. like, a really there's funny way to add, it. like, levels of humor and story time, right? Like, in Mass Effect, there's this one alien race that, like, they're super monotone. Yeah. And they are very bad at expressing yeah. their feelings. Surprise tone. Yeah, who are you talking <laughs> then about, Finnegan? you meet one who's like a famous actor, and you're like, yeah. wait, how is that? <laughs> like, yeah. can't exp- it's super And then there's funny, this right? whole hidden audio log that you can find. It's like an Easter egg in the game, and it's like five episodes of Blasto and the <laughs> Jellyfish yeah. or whatever his name was. Yeah, I That's love awesome. environmental yeah. storytelling yeah. like that. Like, if you guys played Quantum Break. I was going to say, I didn't get far enough into Did it yet, but I, I've seen yeah, some yeah. of that the story, The short story yeah, that's so in. If yeah. you haven't played Quantum Break, I'm not going to tell you what the spoiler is. This isn't a spoiler, but there are these environmental objects, right, mm-hmm. that you can pick up and they tell you more about the world. Mm-hmm. And it's like usually emails between characters yeah. who you don't yeah. see in the game or NPCs or stuff like that. But... There's one guy who works Time for knife. Monarch Solutions <laughs> who's like a screenwriter or an aspiring yeah. screenwriter. And He's you can find good. these objects that are the first, like, third or second third and mm. final third of his screenplay. And it's this time travel screenplay. And it's so bad. And we, so yeah. funny. So time knife a, and time gun. Yeah. We did a piece on We did a dramatic reading. We did oh, a dramatic yeah. reading of it. Alana, uh, Mitch, right. before he left, and Marty did it together. That, and it is hilarious. So unlocked? check it out. Yeah, it's on Yeah, that's actually how I yeah. learned about that. I started watching it. I was like, yeah. wow, this is... It's at really first, funny. I thought it was... I didn't quite get it. I thought it was something stupid that Mitch wrote, actually. No, yeah. That then you guys were going to read. And then he's like, no, this is from the game. I was like, wow. It's in the game. It's written by a character in it. It's really, really It's hilarious. It's super awesome. There's just, like, opportunities to do more of that in Destiny, right? Like, imagine, you know, imagine in that scene, that really memorable scene where uh, Cade's like, get your rock off my map. Like, imagine if you could find his map later or see it in the tower and just take a closer look. And there's little notes on it. And, like, they're making fun of each other or whatever. Like, that's the kind of storytelling I would like to see more of. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. That's all we have time for today, Kay, though. We are not yet finished with this discussion. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to do his line. Uh, uh, I don't know what it, Remember, what is it again. Get your rock. Off oh, my get your rock. Yeah, anyway. Off my map. Make sure you watch our uh, impression. Uh, oh, it was brilliant. The live <laughs> yeah. reading. We uh, we like to pimp that occasionally. It's on the Fire Team Chat YouTube channel. I think that was um, like your favorite thing. Oh, it was the best. That show oh. done. Yeah, totally random, mm-hmm. by the way, but fine. It's relevant. Yeah. We'll finish. I was streaming last weekend mm-hmm. uh, or earlier this week or whatever, and Morla, Gorondona, um, Eris mm-hmm. herself, like, is in the chat all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Like, really? hey, friend, what's up? Because we go way back. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, but it threw me for a loop. I was like, wait, you're watching me play Destiny right now? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. Like, I think she was eating breakfast or something and yeah. just, like, hopped in because I put it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, it was Breakfast. hilarious. Why but were you streaming so early in the morning? <laughs> it was rare. It was like a wow. Sunday morning, and I was like, oh, all nice. right, I'll stream, you know. Cool. Or I was eating breakfast at 3 p.m., one of the two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. In any event, uh, it was hilarious, but I talked to her about getting her back on, and we should totally do that. She's down in um, L.A. now, I think, so maybe we'll oh, have her in the L.A. studio. Man, maybe if we go to L.A. Back. soon, we could figure something out where she could be on the show. I know. If only there was yeah. a big event that we could yeah. all go to. Uh, but anyway, that was really cool news. We'll get her back on the show. Um, if only we could just move the whole video team to And yeah. let's, get, let's get Zavala in here, too. Oh, that would be the fantastic. Same I'd love to see well, that. Why stop there? Let's gather. get Nathan Fillion. Yeah, yeah. Like, get the whole cast. If you're watching, Fireteam Chat would love to have you. We could produce <laughs> yeah. a live reading of All some right. of these iconic scenes. If he's watching. What's up, Nathan? Like, what's <laughs> going on? He always watches. Okay, anyway. Anyway, guys, we got to wrap it up. So, until next time, Guardians, Guardians out. out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.